people, all this is R.D. Kulik, the host of the Ex-Millennial Man podcast, the podcast for SteveSing.com. Now, I'm going to give full dis- disclosure here at the top is that I originally was going to post an old podcast of ours because, let's be honest, it's been a tough week. <laughs> it's been a tough week politically, so I thought, oh, maybe I'll do a podcast about politics. No, I don't really kind of want to do that, but I do kind of want to do that. But what I decided here late, late on a Friday afternoon, evening, is I decided, no, I want to give you guys a gift. I want to give it's America's birthday on Monday. So a lot of I know the podcast drops on Saturday, but a lot of people are listening on Monday. So as a gift, I wanted to do a playlist, a playlist of the ultimate American songs that were put together by me personally. Poor Ty. I told him, look, we're not doing anything today because otherwise I was just going to use the this button the whole time. As I talked about the Supreme Court, six members in particular, the January 6th commission, all that stuff. But we did politics a little bit ago. You guys, if you're interested in that stuff, you've had experts talk to you about it. So I wanted to do this playlist. I'm going to put it up on Spotify, all the songs I can find, because I want you guys to know when I'm thinking, and I'm not going to play this song, but the Trey Parker, Matt Stone, America, yeah, song, this is my gift. These are my top 10 Run through a wall for America, all this great stuff. Now, for clo- uh, I need to g- up front here. There's going to be no bro country, Iraq, you roll, or whatever stupid crap they do. Because, number one, I think that music sucks. Number two, I don't think it's very pro-American in any way. And at the end, I am going to leave with his undoubtedly, I think, the greatest American song ever made. The greatest song about America. And... Even though the original artist is great, I am going to play the greatest rendition, I believe, of this song of all time. So that's my little teaser there. So you guys ready? You ready for me to Casey Kasem this stuff and bring you down the top 10 America yeah songs? Let's get it on, okay? I like to introduce the world to music that I had at one time or another probably went to the record store or went to the, I can't even remember the name of the damn store in Chesterfield Mall anymore where I grew up. And go get those cassette singles and say that, you know, this is, uh, this is the music that most represents me. And I bought a lot of crap, but a lot of that crap has stayed with me through the years. Things like the Mr. T, the Be Nice to Your Mom song, the, I play every Mother's Day. But this one, when I was thinking of an American song, I was thinking of an American hero, and I was thinking about how America is about our heroes. I wanted to play this song here. Now, a little, I'm going to give you a little background on here. First off, the song is about Hulk Hogan. It's on Hulk Hogan's album, but Hulk Hogan did not do this song. He, uh, his band, hold on, let me find it right away. The band, uh, Hulk Hogan and the Wrestling Boot Band produced this song, and it's called American Made. So here's a little sample at number 10 on our countdown, Hulk Hogan and the Wrestling Boot Band with American Made.
doesn't that just make you feel like you're going to go salute the flag and kiss a baby and march in a parade or whatever? American Made by Hulk Hogan and his wrestling boot band. I'm not going to play all of these songs, obviously, so, or, or all the songs all the way through, obviously. Like I said, I'm going to put together a Spotify playlist here. I encourage you guys to go check those out. But yes, that's that's where I want to start. I want you to feel like, yes, yes, this is America. This is the greatest country. We are better than anyone. Pay attention to us, whatever it may be. So how do we continue that kind of excitement? How do we continue and go through and keep rolling? Well, how about an American damn legend singing about the greatness of America and one of the greatest American movies all time. So, ladies and gentlemen, I give you, at number nine on our countdown, James Brown, Living in America. I mean, the only thing about that song that gives me a little bit pause that probably doesn't put it higher on my list is right after James Brown saying this song to the great people there to watch East meets, East meets West, I guess that's how we would say it, the great, great former heavyweight champion of the world, Carl Weathers. What, what the hell was his name? Oh, Apollo Creed. God, why, why couldn't I remember that? To go up against the unstoppable Soviet machine of Ivan Drago, and then Ivan Drago then kills Carl Weathers, Apollo Creed. So that put it down a little bit for me, but still, Living in America by James Brown. I mean, this is, it's got to make you feel just great about the old US of A. I I know you agree with me. So a lot of you are like, okay, RD, you didn't have Ty on this show, so you're just going to play a bunch of 80s crap. And the answer is right. I am going to play a bunch of 80s crap. But look, there are some modern songs that have come out that that give me that all warm and fuzzy, fuzzy feeling about America, that feeling that, damn it, this is a great country. There's nothing I want to do but gather this whole country together in my backyard this 4th of July and have a huge party. So at number eight on our countdown of the greatest Go America songs, I've got Miley Cyrus, Party in the USA. With a dream, my cardigan. Welcome to the land of fame, excess. Am I gonna fit in? Jumped in the cab, here I am for the first time. Look to my right, and I see the Hollywood sign. This is all so crazy. Everybody seems so famous. My tummy's turning, and I'm feeling kind of homesick. Too much pressure, and I'm nervous. That's when the taxi man turned on the radio. And a Jay Z song was on. And a Jay Z song was on. Jay-Z song was on So I put my hand 
I mean, how can you just not put your hands up and say, yeah, I mean, say, yeah, that's uh, Miley Cyrus, who I think is great. I, I think Miley's the best. And I think I'm um, anyways, that's what I'll say about it. But this was in her still trying to be a pop princess phase, probably one of that a wrecking ball, one of her biggest pop songs, but party in the USA. You got to be rocking that at your at your BBQ or as Homer would have his BBBQ. The extra B stands for BYOBB. The other B is for is a mistake. But anyways. That is a Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. You get, get your hips swinging, listen to your Jay-Z. That's what America, that's what America today is about. One quick note about that song. First time I heard it, I was in a water park in the Wisconsin Dells. So that's America for you. That's America right all, all up in you. Now, I, I got to go back to the 80s because, come on, that's what I am. I, I am the ex of the ex-millennial man, so this is the 80s. And a lot of people, though, that are obviously my age because they follow uh, Pearl Jam plays this song a ton of times. And it, it's one of these songs that I know some people said, oh, it brought down the Berlin Wall or whatever. No, I don't know about that. But anyways, coming in at number six, or am I at number six? I'm, I'm really bad at this, aren't I? Yeah, so I think I'm, hold on, one, two, three, number four, <laughs> number seven. Yes, number seven on our countdown. <sighs> it's, uh, the classic solo work of Neil Young and Rockin' in the Free World. Now, did you guys get that? Neil Young, the Canadian, is telling you to keep on rock, rocking in the free world. Now, from my understanding, I think he had a concert over in the Soviet Union that was canceled. So he was like, well, that's it. I'm just going to go rock in the free world. I'm not making that up. That is actually the story behind that song, supposedly. But you got, I mean, just a great guitar riff at the beginning. I mean, it, it's just got to make you feel like, wow, this is the greatest country in the world. Even if the events of the last week of June 2020 don't say it is. Neil Young is telling me that it is great to be rocking in the free world. So while Neil Young, the Canadian, is sitting there reminding us to keep on rocking in the free world, another Neil, an American singer-songwriter, was singing about just the greatness of, of, of the immigrant experience, of coming to America. So here at number six, yes, number six on our countdown is Neil Diamond's Coming to America. Without a home, but not 
Firing as all get out. I mean, it makes me want to come to America. Something I do want to quickly say about this, though, this is from a 1980 movie called The Jazz Singer, where Neil Diamond, I know when I did my history of the Superman movies with Ty, Neil Diamond at one time was considered to play Clark Kent, Kal-El, Superman. Uh, This movie, part of the plot line of it, and it's something we'll probably cover in the future, Neil Diamond is uh, in blackface. So just... To put that out there, but Jazz Saner, 1980, um, just have to say that. We'll talk more about that another time. That's not today's podcast. So before I go to our last song of this half, song number five of our countdown, I do have to do my long distance dedication. For those of you that are listening to this going, what in the holy hell is he doing? I, I, I'm obviously aping Casey Kasem. And for those of you that are like, who the hell is Casey Kasem? Well, for people our age, he was the voice of Shaggy on the Scooby-Doo cartoons. He did the top 40 countdown every week where we would have to know what the number 27 song in America was and why it was important and would do these long distance dedications. And I highly, highly, highly recommend people go look up the long distance dedication about a dog where Casey Kasem loses his ever loving mind. But no, my long distance dedication is to the loyal people that have done this, the loyal people that have stuck by Ty and I for years doing this podcast. You guys know your names. You guys are, are great. I appreciate it. So in order to tell you how much I appreciate you, how much I know you all appreciate America, we're going to play a classic here from uh, Charlie Day, Charlie's America song. Okay, I'm going to rise up, going to kick a little ass, going to kick some ass in the USA, going to climb a mountain, going to sow a flag, going to fly on an eagle, I'm going to kick some butt, I'm going to drive a big truck, I'm going to rule this world, I'm going to kick some ass, I'm going to rise up, I'm going to kick a little ass, rock, flag, and eagle. So there's my long-distance dedication. Again, I love all of you guys. I love all you listeners out there. And uh, next time I do a countdown, maybe I'll include a few other uh, few other views on there. Because really, a few other views, goodness. Because you can tell I really need a co-host on this one. Because I really, really enjoy doing this. So let's get back to the countdown. Now, to close out this half, and then we're going to take a break and then do our top four great America songs. And remember, I have got the best, the most awesome, the things that are going to make you just salute the flag so hard that you're going to throw your elbow or shoulder out or whatever. That's the last one. But for now, for song number five, I, I wanted to go to uh, some, something special. So I try to think about what is like the when did I love America the most? When did I personally think, holy crap, America is just the greatest ever? And again, it had to be the 1980s. I've made no secret about this, that there are two big, big toy delivery movie TV systems in my lifetime. One is Star Wars and the other is G.I. Joe. Now, I've been going back lately and trying to get some uh, like get some Blu-rays, some 4Ks, some things like that, because I look, I've got I've got a nice TV. I've got a nice system. I've got all this stuff. And the very first thing I got was a Transformers movie. I'm not going to play any songs from that one, which I easily could. I mean, oh, shoot, I should have like, yeah, there's some great ones. But anyways, but the next one I got 
because I I had done a, a show. I did a Joe on Joe podcast early in the pandemic, and we were talking about the movie, and I like kind of wasn't into the movie. But I will tell you what I am totally into. And every single time when I see it, I want to just join up and fight all of America's enemies. And that is the beginning, the opening of the G.I. Joe movie. And that is number five on our countdown. Those words about Cobra and who G.I. Joe is, that is, that to me is the greatest, the greatest writing in the English language's history. And if I hear it in any other language, it's the greatest writing in their language, too. So there. All right, guys, we're going to take a break here. Hit our top four greatest American songs. Just America, yeah, on this 4th of July. And so let's take a breather. Let's refill our drinks. And then let's come back with the top four. Hello, all. This is RD. I wanted to talk to you guys about another podcast that I do work on. It's called High Heels in Politics. It's hosted by Marianne Christie, who I work with here in Southwest Ohio. And Marianne, she interviews a lot of influential people. In Ohio, she's interviewed uh, a lot of political people that are influential. But for those of you outside of this state, she's also interviewed people like Susie Chapstick Chaffee, a former Olympic skier who was the face of Chapstick for the 1970s and 1980s. It's really interesting to listen to that one because she talks about her struggles as a woman in the Olympics, but then how she used her celebrity and her attractiveness in order to get more rights for amateur athletes, which led us today to things like the NIL. Also, Susie was very instrumental in Title IX, which we're celebrating the 50th anniversary of. But it's not all just seriousness. Uh, Marianne has also interviewed the Naked Cowboy, the New York City icon that's been out there. Simon Lease, who a lot of you may know if you've ever seen The People vs. Larry Flint, he was the guy that arrested Larry Flint. He also arrested Jerry Springer when Jerry Springer was a member of the Cincinnati City Council here. So I encourage you guys go to Spotify, Google, Apple, go search High Heels in Politics, follow, subscribe the show. Marianne comes out with a new one every week and it's an incredibly great conversation. And if you're interested or know anybody that may be on high heels in politics, just go to the contact page and talk to us. So let's get back to the conversation. Okay, guys, we're back with the top four of our Go America Super Countdown. And before I get into those top four, there is a couple of songs I do want to talk about. I have no versions of the Star Spangled Banner on here. I actually think Star Spangled Banner is an incredible song, and I'm not joking. I really do think it's a great, great song. And then there's 
Whitney Houston's interpretation, I think, at Super Bowl 25, which is incredible. There's Jimi Hendrix. But they didn't want to put that song on this list. There's also things like America the Beautiful or, or whatever. And I know Ray Charles does a great version. None of those songs. I'm not crazy about any of those songs. And like I said at the top, I'm not putting any bro country crap on here, but you're about to see, especially with these next two songs, there are songs in that genre that I think are worthy of this countdown. So let's get right to it. Because sometimes America, we don't feel like we're as united or we want to party or we want to rock or we want to do all this other stuff. We just want to remind people of why we're America and why everyone else is not. So number four on my list comes from the web TV series Decker. In all seriousness, if you don't know what this is, it's a Tim Heidecker comedian. He has this show that he does with his friend Greg Turkington called On Cinema at the Cinema. And if you have 10 minutes to kill, just go to YouTube and look up the On Cinema at the Cinema history. It is a rich, vibrant history that even created a documentary called Mr. America that you can watch on Hulu right now. But one of Tim Heidecker's many projects is this 24-esque spy show called Decker. And in the second season, he and Decker's this very right-wing, super America, jingoistic weirdo. But in the second season, he goes to a bar and just off the cuff sings this song. Well, I'm looking at the world now, and it's going insane. Thinking about checking out, can't do it again. But I know just who I am, how strong I can be. And I know I'm the only one who can help us be free. This country's yours and mine. It's the home of the brave and free. It's the place for you and me. It's only a matter of Back on track Our values are under attack now And the bad guys get the benefits That was Our Values Are Under Attack by... Decker, Tim Heidecker, I, I don't, I don't know, I've, uh, I, I don't know, but it's, uh, it, it's, it's great. I understand it's a joke and stuff like that, but it's great that it sends up in such a an awesome way that if you didn't know any better, you wouldn't know it's a joke. That it just sends up this moronic bro country crap about how, how we're better than everyone else, and anybody who's not us is the enemy or whatever stupid crap they like to say. So. Going along with that same idea, number three on our countdown here is Bob Odenkirk. He did, I believe this was on Mr. Show, but uh, if you go to bobanddavid.com, it's on there. But Bob Odenkirk created this character, C.S. Lewis Jr. Okay, now C.S. Lewis Jr. is supposed to be the most patriotic folk country singer in all of America. And you can go, you can go see the whole video of it and all that stuff and the things he talks about. But I want to play a clip of one of C.S. Lewis Jr.'s songs and get an idea because it is so good that I had to put this at number three on my Go America countdown. Listen up, world, to what I got to say. America's number one and we're here to stay. Top of the pile, a goddamn humdinger. Blue ribbon, gold cup, giant foam finger. Number one. Hell yeah, we're number one. Better than Greece, London, Italy, or France. All them other countries are like pooping our pants. Slow it down. 
America, America, God made you gracefully. And all them other countries just wish that they could be ye. The golden eagle flies over mountains wide with snow. The great Grand Canyon calls out, Look out below! Uh, so I think you get the point there. America, we're number one. Now, if you watch the video, you'll see that he is uh, spending a good portion of the first part of that song sitting on the toilet. And so it's kind of kind of drives a point home. Also, Bob Odenkirk is just a GD national treasure. I mean, how can we not just absolutely love everything that Bob has given us? We have the the final, final second half, the final season of, of a Petter Call Saul coming up. So yes, Bob Odenkirk, God's bless you. And uh, again, go back, see some of this Mr. Show stuff is amazing. I think I've talked about it before, but my son is like crazy about the Devastator. We were at our amusement park Kings Island is where we are at our amusement park today. And he just recites everything from the Devastator all the time because I am that great of a father. Thank you very much. All right, we're into the top two here. Now, this is me. This is, this is Cubby. This is R.D. Kulik coming up with, what do I think? When I think of America, what do I think of? These are my American songs. This is absolutely it. This is what I think Every American, this needs to be our anthem in a lot of ways. So your top two songs, this is heavy, heavy, heavy lifting. Now, for number two, I've gone a lot of different ways. I talked earlier about the Transformers movie, and I thought about doing something like The Touch or Dare, any Stan Bush, anything from the Stan Bush oeuvre of the Transformers movie is absolutely incredible. I thought about also from the Transformers movie, but it was on its own album. Something like Dare to be Stupid from Weird Al Yankovic, an incredible song, another one of my son's favorite songs. I thought about doing The Best from The Karate Kid because The Karate Kid's a great movie, The Best. I mean, that's what we are as America. I thought about doing uh, Purple Rain from Purple Rain just because the song absolutely kicks ass and Prince is one of our greatest Americans ever. I saw a tweet the other day that said, we did Prince once and we did it better than any other European country out there. So no, I decided, I thought, and I'm going to tell a little quick story about this. Back in 2004, there was a presidential election going on. George W. Bush, who had, he and his people had lied their way into a war, had, and things were not great, and the Democrats were, seemingly they had something going. But Green Day, a band I never cared about at all, came out with this album, American Idiot. Now, I'd not heard one thing. I'd heard the very beginning of the song, American Idiot, but nothing on the song. But it intrigued me that they talked about that this was a punk rock opera it's like oh that's interesting i have my theater background i like a lot of musical theater things like that and they talked in specific about how there were two songs again these are punk rock songs that were nine minutes plus long and you hear like the the opening strains i mean that album american idiot put green day into the rock and roll hall of fame but you hear american idiot and it's an iconic iconic song but the one the one that spoke to me Okay, this is, again, all these songs are peppered from the 1980s and stuff. The one that spoke to me was the second song on that album. And I'm not going to play the whole thing. but I'm going to play part of it here for you. And that number two on our countdown from Green Day is Jesus of Suburbia.
it's interesting as I read through some of the comments. I'm just uh, playing these songs off of YouTube here. And like somebody says here, Jesus of Suburbia is to me what Bohemian Rhapsody is to my dad. Somebody else is like, I, this, uh, this song was released when I was an angry teenager. I'm glad I can enjoy it as an angry adult. This song is about the, just the alienation of it all. And it's, it's done to these hard punk chords. And I think it's, I think it's an absolute masterpiece. I am not kidding when I say that I think, I think American Idiot, I've argued with a lot of people that I think OK Computer, Radiohead's OK Computer may be the greatest album of, our, of my lifetime. No, I think American Idiot may be the greatest album. It's definitely the greatest and most important album of my lifetime. And I know my wife said this one time that she feels like it's great to listen to this when she feels angry because she goes back to 2004 and remembers how angry she is. And God damn it, people, am I angry right now? I mean, I I've almost thought of just doing this podcast and playing all of the album of American Idiot, but... It's this is why this is why I put that song up there. This song is great. It speaks to that just that that alienation we have. I mean, the, the opening line. I joke about GI Joe being the greatest lines written in in English history, but I'm the son of rage and love. I mean, that is me. That is who I am. We need to love each other, but the rage has got to intensify. So let me let me breathe. There we go. All right, that brings us to number one. Now, we're going to have a little conversation as some of this song plays. But this, to me, is the is the greatest American song about America ever written, hands down. And I know every time I talk about the ex-millennial man, I talk about how I don't want to talk about old crap. I don't. That is part of the reason I didn't play Jimi Hendrix, Star Spangled Banner. That's before my lifetime. That's before Ty's lifetime. Well, this song was written by Woody Guthrie. The song is This Land is Your Land. And you hear Woody Guthrie sing it, and it is amazing. You hear anybody sing this song, it is amazing. But I want to play a specific version of this song. Now, another day I'll talk about this. Another day I'll talk about how I think John Mellencamp is a greater, uh, better songwriter about the American experience than Bruce Springsteen is. But when Bruce Springsteen hits, he hits. He's, he hits a grand slam. Mickey Mantle is one of my favorite baseball players ever. In no way do I think he is the best baseball player ever. But when he was the best, he was better than anybody else. When he hit, he hits. And Bruce Springsteen was hitting in the early and mid-1980s. And he did a concert. It was for the Born in the USA tour, uh, tour. And he did a concert. I think he was in California at the time. And he sang the song, This Land is Your Land. This is an iconic, I mean, iconic performance of this song. It's a, so iconic, which is why it's number one on my countdown as the greatest American song to just say, hell yeah to America. But I'm going to play the beginning of this, and I want you to listen, his introduction, because he's going to tell you much more eloquently than I am on why this is such an important song. And then we have a little bit of a conversation while the song plays out. So here it is. Number one, greatest American song ever, Bruce Springsteen singing, This Land is Your Land. I'd like to do a song for you that I guess uh, is about the greatest song ever written about America. And it's by Woody Guthrie. And what's so great about it is it gets it gets right to the heart of the promise of what our country was supposed to be about. And I guess I don't know if you talk to 
Some of the unemployed steel workers from East LA or Pittsburgh or Gary. There are a lot of people out there whose jobs are disappearing. I don't know if they'd feel if this song is true anymore. And uh, I'm not sure that it is, but I know, I know that it ought to be. So uh, I'd like to do this for you, reminding you that with countries, just like with people, it's easy to let the best of yourself slip away. Now, I, I may have said Arlo Guthrie. I can't remember, but it's uh, Woody Guthrie, obviously. And yeah, it, it's me doing a commentary along here with Bruce's singing. So I apologize to Bruce and I apologize to everybody else. But this, uh, we talk about America the Beautiful. Obviously, we talk about the Star Spangled Banner. We talk about Lee Greenwood, uh, Charlie Daniels, who, whoever whoever may sing these super great songs about America or whatever it is. And I made a joke early on with the Bob Odenkirk and the Tim Heidecker songs. And cause I do think those are great parodies, but this, this to me it is what we should be celebrating on the 4th of July. We shouldn't be, I, I, I'm, yes, I'm getting on my high horse because I hear this song and I think about it all the time. I, I remember back in the Pandora days, I had every holiday I would play there. I know Pandora's still around, by the way, but I would play whatever song they had for, for the, the holiday, Christmas, their Christmas playlist, Halloween, Arbor Day. Yes, there were Arbor Day ones, things like that. And then I remember specifically playing this, or uh, playing the uh, Labor Day. And every third song was some variation of This Land is Your Land. Because the workers, the, the people that don't have time to hate other countries, those are the ones that make America run. This land is your land. This land is my land. From California to New York Island. From the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream Water. This land was made for you and me. The rest of it is a very nice harmonica solo from Bruce, from Bruce Springsteen. But 
I, I'm sorry that I get maudlin about this at the end, but th- this is, I, I wanted to have fun. I wanted to do this. I wanted to start off with that stupid Hulk Hogan song, but I wanted to end on this song. And go listen to any version of it. I, I think the Indigo Girls do an incredible version of it. I mean, so many people do. Such a great, powerful song. I can tell you who's not doing an incredible version of this. Blake Shelton's not doing an incredible version of this. And if any of them do, it, it's going to be so you know, screwed up that they're going to completely lose the point of the song. I could have easily played Born in the USA and explain exactly why Ronald Reagan is a moron for playing that song. But I didn't do that. I wanted to end on that Bruce Springsteen version of This Land is Your Land because this is our land. And it's been a terrible week. Terrible. But Wednesday, that January 6th surprise hearing meeting, was the light. And things are changing. And yes, the zealots are going to continue to believe as the zealots believe, and they're going to continue to worship at the altar of dumbass Donald Trump. But there's less of them and more of us. And this land is our land. It's not about the Republicans in Texas or the Republicans in Alabama or things like that. These states also have Democrats. These states also have people that care. These states are also are also working with the issues of how they're going to access women's health, how they're going to be able to vote properly, how we're going to have clean air. This isn't about red states versus blue states. This land is all of ours. And we must fight for all of it. And that's what I wanted to leave you guys with. And I, I told you I wasn't going to be political, but I lied. So I'm being political. This land, all of this land is ours. And we all need to fight because we have allies everywhere. And that's the message I want to leave. I want to leave with this kick-ass playlist. I want you to rock out. And at the end, I want you to think, damn it. It's not about my tribe, my state, my city, whatever it is. It is about the United States of goddamn America. We're living in America. We're rocking in the free world. We're partying in the USA. Our values are under attack. No, I'm just kidding. This land is all of our land. That's what I want to leave you with. So with all that being said, I thank you for your ears. Anything else that you guys may use to listen to the Ex-Millennial Man podcast, Remember, we are here every Saturday for free wherever you find your fine podcasting shows. And have an excellent 4th of July. Have an excellent July, an excellent August. A lot of states, a lot, I, do, I work pol- politics in a lot of states. We have a lot of elections coming up in August, and then we have the general election in November. Use your despair. Use your anger. Use all of that and get inspired and register and vote and get your friends to register to vote because that's how we win. So, thank you again. We'll talk to you next week. The Ex Millennial Man Podcast is a production of SeedSing.com. Fully owned by R.D. Kulik and Associates, LLC. Producers Ty Kulik and Ryan Kulik. Adequately engineered by Ryan Kulik.